0: The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie Kay. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. The Broncos Blitz Podcast, news and analysis to help you be a better Broncos fan. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K radio on Twitter. We're today on the Broncos Blitz Podcast, presented by DraftKings, America's top rated sportsbook. We're going to talk power rankings today. We really haven't dove into this on the podcast yet, but did want to get to where Denver is after week four. Do they deserve to be where they are? Their chance of making the postseason? What? P- playoffs? What? Are we going to talk about postseason? And... Could there be a little bit of a brighter light ahead for the Denver Broncos? We're going to talk about that today on the podcast. I want to remind you that, of course, if you missed any part of the podcast, you can go check it out. The archives are available. At MileHighSports.com, and again, our podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. We're going to talk about some great promotions that they got going on with our friends over there at DraftKings in a little bit. Now, Denver, obviously, at one in three, and really their only win coming against the New York Jets. It's really understandable to see a national narrative that, uh, well, doesn't really paint a great light for the Denver Broncos. History would suggest that, of course, uh, since 1980, only six teams have made the postseason after starting 0-3. So, history is against them. Injuries also against them. This is the Denver Broncos football team that's without currently their starting quarterback Drew Locke 50-50 for the New England game. Also, this is a Denver Denver Broncos team without their best pass rusher, their best wide receiver. (laughs) I mean, their, their corner... Who else is out? Oh, their best defensive tackle. Um, oh, Philip lindsay has been out, although he's finally expected to come back for the New England game. This has just been a brutal, brutal start this season. But you wonder if they could potentially rally. Could they potentially rally as a team and maybe return to, well, a 500 record here in the next two weeks? You look around at the record before Denver's schedule starts to get really, really brutal. Denver obviously travels to New England this weekend, but this is a New England team that's going to be without Cam Newton. So you also look at them and say, okay, well, this is a vulnerable New England team. Obviously, they still have a lot of talent on that roster. And look, anytime you have Bill Belichick roaming the sidelines, I think you're in good shape any given Sunday. But this is a Denver Bronco football team if they could get some plays out of uh, what I guess is expected to be the starter Brett Ripon, you could see this football team maybe hey look they put up some points and they started to get some chemistry going and maybe more than anything I saw an offense that wasn't afraid to throw it into the teeth of a defense and you know that's that's something that we always look at and say okay well are we going to play a very conservative game plan here if you lose your starting quarterback and you throw out somebody that ideally you just don't want out there or you try changing things fundamentally appears to me. The Denver Broncos did not change very much fundamentally. They were rolling out, Brett Ripon. they were uh, f- throwing deep. I mean, they they were really opening up the playbook. And I think that's, that's really uh, very much a positive to look at because this is a Denver team that still does have a lot of talent on that offensive side. Tim Patrick, we've talked about on the podcast, a hundred yard game, caught the touchdown. And this is somebody who can, who can, look, a, a Decent combination of speed and size. Jerry Judy is obviously uh, just a, a the type of playmaker that can really haunt a defense and draw that double coverage. So now all of a sudden you got that, and you got a returning Phillip Lindsey that's healthy. You got an offensive line that ain't playing too bad. And, you know, it's funny because all we did was talk about how the offensive line was this issue or this... Uh, you know, weakness of the Denver Broncos on, uh, you know, our beginning podcasts to start the year. And then all of a sudden, we're looking at it and say, you know what? They're kind of a strength. Garrett Bull's playing very well. They're getting competent, competent, maybe is the the keyword, competent right tackle play, as well as some interior play that ain't too bad, and so, you know, look, uh, certainly the the level of competition that they played against the Jets, it looks better when you play somebody like that, it's going to be different against New England, but more than anything, look, they can't control who they play on the schedule, you only play who's in front of you, and you took care of business in many ways, and... The units didn't look too bad. Now, New England obviously poses a big problem because of uh, what Bill Belichick is so uh, very savvy at doing, and that's taking away your best unit, or the thing that you do best and forcing you into uncomfortable positions. I fully expect New England to dial in on the Denver Broncos run game, particularly with Philip Lindsay coming back, Melvin Gordon looking fairly effective for this Denver team. I think Bill Belichick is willing to say, hey, look, you need to beat us again, Brett Ripon or whoever is thrown out there as a starter, and this is one of those situations where if Denver can do that, maybe all of a sudden you're looking at a second straight win with a weak Miami team on the back end and this is where I think it's so critical because you know you could all of a sudden cobble together a couple wins in a row here and now all of a sudden you go into uh, your kind of midway part of the season games uh, 7 through 12 with a 500 record and maybe drew Locke comes back now drew Locke is still 50 50 for this new england game as far as what we have heard uh, i fully expect him not to play um when it comes to uh, actually starting the season i i fully expect it to be brett rippon um and quite frankly look you start to look at the quarterbacks i mean brett rippon's better than brian Hoyer and jared stedham I'm sorry, I'm going to say that right now. Maybe proved different on Sunday, but as of right now, Brett Reppens looked better than the three. And while it's a small sample size in all cases, I think this is a Denver Bronco team that is going to try, that, try to ride that run game. And this is a run game that was very effective. Melvin Gordon nominated for the FedEx Ground Player of the Week honors after that uh, 100-yard game against the Jets in Week 4. He had the game-sealing 43-yard touchdown run. I mean, this is a team that's still got a little bit of that balance. And so I think if you can do a lot of good on the ground and and not make it a one-dimensional team, now all of a sudden you say, okay, Brett Rippon's just got to make some plays. Uh, some of these wide receivers, they got to win them one-on-ones. It's likely that the Denver Broncos are without Noah Fant this weekend. But of course, hey, Albert Okawabana steps in. That was 2020s. Fastest, tallest uh, tight end, kind of a replica of Noah Fant. So you you look at him, you say size, speed, matchup-wise, he still poses some of those different defensive nightmares that the New England Patriots will have to deal with. Now, obviously, posing that and executing the game plan, a different. Dynamic, but certainly at least Denver maybe at the doorstep of potentially crawling out of this 0-3 hole. We will see. ESPN has Denver ranked 28th in their power rankings. I'm going to tell you why they have them ranked 28th coming up next. But first, our friends over there at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook, where, look, here's the deal. Of course, week four now in the books as we get ready now and make the turn for week five in the NFL. And, of course, no better place than to get in on the action with our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, adding to the excitement of Week 5 DraftKings Sportsbook, bringing back their can't-miss offer, and if you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook, here's the deal. Head to the App Store now, and of course, you don't want to miss some of these great new offers. All new users have a chance to sign up for the bonus. It's up to $1 thousand dollars. On top of the great sign up offer, DraftKings offering great odds boosts every Sunday to help you make it rain. Don't worry if football isn't for you. DraftKings is giving all basketball fans a 200% profit boost on any basketball market. Once you sign up, DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable, and easy to deposit. Easy to withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code MHS. You got to use that promo code. Promo code MHS when you sign up and get up to one thousand dollars. That's promo code MHS to get the sign-up bonus up to one thousand dollars for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You got to be twenty-one or older. Colorado only. Bonuses comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to five hundred dollars. Deposit bonus requires a twenty-five times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call one-eight hundred. So again, big bonus, big sign-up bonus with our friends over there at DraftKings Sportsbook. You can go check that out now, promo code MHS. Here's what ESPN has to say about the Denver Broncos. They mentioned that history number of uh, since 1980, only six teams have made the playoffs since starting the season 0-3. Their FPI chance to make the postseason is just south of 5%. Well, what they go on to say is they say, well, you know, the Denver Broncos started the season 0-3, uh, Broncos were sitting on until they beat the equally struggling Jets on Thursday night, certainly a fact. The schedule doesn't do them any favors with a contest at New England on Sunday, although I would argue a little bit different now that Cam Newton is uh, obviously out, and then of course Miami in the week after, but they do mention the schedule that tightens up after that, Let's try to get there first, but this is of course a long view when it comes to looking at the schedule. They mention, of course, the six starters already on injured reserve, like Cortland Sutton, Von Miller, Drew Locke missing games, Philip Lindsay sitting out. Even with the expanded playoff field, the Broncos have the most uphill of climbs. That mentioned by Jeff Legwald again of ESPN. Uh, certainly, look all facts. Okay. Uh, no no uh, sugarcoating it This is going to be a very, very tough road And I don't think anybody expects Denver to make this road But again, we're looking at a team that's trying to dig out of this hole And maybe look for some positives And again, no quit You know, this is a football team that You can be a really ugly 6-10 and 10 team and then you can be a six and ten team with a lot of potential and a lot of bright futures. There's a major difference between those two. Some are going to look at the bottom line. Some are going to look at the bottom line and say, "No, you are a six and ten team. That's what defines you, and that's fine. That's okay." But I tell you, Vance Joseph six and ten team versus a Vic Fangio seven and nine team, or a uh, Vance Joseph seven and nine team, they didn't look the same. They didn't look the same. Vance Joseph was getting blown out. Remember those Eagles blowouts, the Raiders game. I mean, there's just so many times where we can look at and say, it looked like the team quit or they're not hearing or going, uh, you know, full throttle to the coach's coaching. And while, the, you know, a lot of people say that may be a little cliche. Look, the, the, the proof is in the pudding. It's right there. Vic Fangio is losing very, very close games. Now, Bottom line is he is losing these games. And these are games he's losing that he needs to win in the future. But you know what? As much as people want to say, well, maybe an excuse to bring up the injuries. Look, they lost their starting quarterback, running back, wide receiver, best edge rusher, defensive lineman, cornerback. I mean, seriously, they lost five of their best six players. I mean, I mean, it was just a brutal, brutal start. So I don't think anybody expected the Denver Broncos to really be a major contender this year after seeing all those injuries so quickly in the year. But hey, maybe you get Drew Locke back. You're getting Philip Lindsay back this year. No Cam Newton at New England, and all of a sudden maybe you stun the New England Patriots there. Miami on the back end, we all know how much Miami is struggling, and then it gets tough. So now we start to look at the long outlook, and we say, okay, they've got. Six or seven games in a row where, yeah, it is pretty brutal. It's the Chiefs. It's at Atlanta, although, quite frankly, Atlanta can't stop blowing leads. It's at Las Vegas. It's the Chargers. All of a sudden, this Chargers team rejuvenated with Justin Herbert. Could he be the long-term starter right out of the gate? Would they go back to Tyrod Taylor? Don't know. That's a couple weeks down the line. Then you have New Orleans. Then you go to Arrowhead in December. Then it's at Carolina with a Christian McCaffrey, who is probably back and healthy. Buffalo, Los Angeles again, and then you end the season with Vegas. It's a brutal second half. No doubt, and this is what makes this week and next week so important as far as getting some wins because Denver's got some very tough and difficult roads ahead that don't really look like wins. I mean, maybe the any given Sunday pops up and Denver stuns the Chiefs at home or steals a win against a team they probably shouldn't like Carolina, there ain't many more wins left. And that's, again, that's being optimistic. So if this is a Denver football team that wants to avoid being one of the worst teams in the league record-wise, these two weeks are very critical for this football team moving forward. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast, of course, presented by DraftKings America's top-rated sportsbook. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, letter K Radio on twitter some uh, denver broncos news that we did get uh of course they've made some moves as far as free agents as well as some additions uh veteran nigel bradham who was an eight-year starter for the bills and eagles uh going through the virus protocols he was signed to the roster uh so the denver broncos with the addition of course of uh you know the the Practice squad, at least expected in Nigel Branham, uh, also adding Sylvester Williams, remember his name, Darius Kilgo, I, uh, Isaiah Irving, Kevin Tolliver. So the practice squad uh, kind of, you know, shaping up here. Denver trying to reload a little bit. Uh, Denver Broncos also going to be allowed 5,700 fans for the rest of the season. That note going out. So certainly a uh, big deal for fans to be back in these stands and looking like that's going to be the that's going to be happening mike purcell getting a uh, new deal uh, a real real feel-good deal you know uh, mike purcell this is a guy who was cut 10 times by six teams before uh he reached uh you know denver and and got the opportunity and has really played well if you remember the story Vic Fangio back in August of last year was like, wow, this kid's kind of good. I kind of like how he fits in my scheme. Nobody else wanted him. I'm going to be honest with you. No media member was up on uh, Mike Purcell. Anybody who was, they're lying. Nobody was truly paying attention to this guy. Vic Fangio plugs him in, what was it, week three, week four, and then all of a sudden Denver's defense on the running side just gets drastically better. He is rewarded with a contract agreement that's an extension through 2023. Uh, Very, very solid. By the way, the Broncos, uh, since he started game five last year, the Broncos are sixth in the league with a 3.9 yards per carry average. Uh, That is uh, obviously very, very good for Denver. So uh, good on Mike Purcell to get that deal and uh, very well deserved this is certainly a guy that I think if you're Denver you want the uh, you know you want him in the middle long term and uh, John Elway making sure that that has happened. It is the Broncos Blitz podcast, of course, again, presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. So, again, we'll continue to monitor the uh, Broncos' injury situation. Noah Fant week-to-week. It is expected to sideline him for the game on Sunday. Again, mentioned uh, Drew Locke, 50-50, although I would lean very much on the case that he is probably not going to start. uh, Likely, I'm guessing Brett Rippon will be the guy. Now, certainly, things could change as we get a little bit later in the week. But expect Brett Ripon to uh, be the under center quarterback for the Denver Broncos against New England. Now, Denver's game against New England, again, this was one of those games that was moved uh, to the 225 spot. Uh, If you remember a couple weeks ago, this was expected to be the morning game. Uh, This game moved to 225, so Denver and New England, the afternoon game, which means they're actually going to get a lot of national eyes, although I'm not sure how many national eyes are going to want to watch this game as... Brett Rippon, and I'm going to guess it's going to be Jared Stinham. Uh, certainly Brian Hoyer, uh, not looking great. And, and New England now, two and two. And again, kind of reeling here. Uh, this is a team that uh, just looked bad at against uh, Kansas City on Monday night in their game that got moved. And this is a football team that, again, now working with the same situation, uh, just a little tweaked without their starting quarterback in Cam Newton. Brian Hoyer, not looking great. Jared Stidham, not looking great. I suppose they had a solid rushing game. The rushing attack for New England uh, amounted to 35 carries for and 85 yards against Kansas City that's good enough for a 5.3 average and that's a very solid number now that's where we start to look at the keys and maybe it's Mike Purcell the newly paid Mike Purcell who's got to step up and be one of those guys as we start to get closer into the week we'll break down this game against New England but that could really be the key is which team stops the other team as far as running the football if Denver can run the football maybe they win the football game if New England can run the football maybe they win the football game so certainly going to to be interesting how this one plays out as uh, usually, you know, I think a lot of people would have said at the beginning of the year, boy, Drew Locke, Cam Newton, this is going to be really exciting. Drew Locke obviously out with injury. Cam Newton out due to COVID, so uh, a lot has changed. A lot can change uh, very quickly in a week, and of course, a lot can change towards the end of the week. So we will continue to monitor it with the Broncos Blitz podcast. Of course, a podcast at MileHighSports.com is presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. You can find more info on the Broncos at MileHighSports.com. We'll have Zach Seegers coming up in our next podcast. Uh, kind of go over the state of the Broncos, and you know we're twenty-five percent through the season. What do you think of this Broncos? team want to uh give get your impressions and your thoughts who has impressed you who has disappointed certainly uh you know only 25 percent that's small sample size but hey we're quarter of the way through the season and uh, could be a good evaluation as we look forward for the football team moving into the second part of the season and midway through, as Denver approaches the bye, they've got some games that they can win, and then they've got some tough ones ahead. Again, the Broncos Blitz podcast. It is presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sports book. I appreciate you tuning in. If you want to find archives of the Denver Broncos podcast, uh, the, the Broncos Blitz podcast, I should say, covering the Denver Broncos. Of course, I'm tweeting them out always at Ronnie K Radio, and you can find them at Mile High Sports. Dot com. That's my sports dot com. Later, y'all.